What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 771 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Askren, James Dean Raider, and we are here. We're ready to talk. We got a number of topics to discuss uh, for this week, for today's show. Ben, let's check in with you. You had youth states. How many youth state champions did the Askren Wrestling um, Academy crown? You know, we didn't have our best year. All I, th- of them. I think we had oh. like, I think we had ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not our best year. Um, uh, so we got some work to do. Work to do. Buy the dip. Yeah. Should we buy the dip? <laughs> Absolutely. Buy the dip for sure. Okay. And it's, you've often said that your your end goal is youth state championships, and that's what you guys. That's the ultimate yeah. for you guys. You're, you're peaking. Yeah, actually, uh, I mean, fun story real quick. I was seeing uh, the Badgers came to clean up the mats or something. And I saw one of our athletes that's wrestling in Wisconsin. And I, I joked with them. And uh, he was kind of embarrassed, but it's, it's kind of a cool story. He had never actually even qualified for the U State Championships, let alone place or win. What? He's wrestling with the Badgers. Yeah. You have to qualify for U States in Wisconsin? In Wisconsin? Yeah, there's eight regionals and the top two at each regional. And then so the top 16 go to state. Yeah. Oh, dang. That sounds yeah. pretty legit. Yeah. So he never qualified. He's wrestling with the Badgers. So despite lack of early success, if you want to be good, you can be pretty good. Heck yeah. Well, let that be yeah. a lesson to all you uh, nine-year-olds that are listening to this show. Nine-year-olds? He didn't even make it when he was 15. 15? Or, they have you stayed uh, whatever, whatever eighth grade is. Eighth grade. Okay. It's 14 or 15. Yeah, they're that old. Dang. <laughs> old eighth graders. Okay. Um, first, we... We have a couple things. We're teasing this uh, Ben's change to the NCAA scoring. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about yeah, that. You, we're going to talk about... I feel like you built it up a little too much, Christian. Well, I love... Anytime I can use the word manifesto, I think you just use manifesto. it. Manifesto. Uh, okay. right, right, fair or not, it's a, it's something worth we're talking about. Uh, why don't... All right, let's just get to it. <laughs> ben? Okay. okay. So here's plan? my main point. My main point is... When there's something simple that's wrong, and it's so obvious to everyone that it's wrong, mm. you just fix what's freaking wrong. Right. Okay? Now, here's what's wrong. And I know, I know, I believe I've made this point some other time, but it just it comes up every NCAs, and I'm like, why? Why is it still like this? Because the fact that people allow this to happen is so effing stupid. So, you could have wrestler one. He wins his first two matches, the round of 32 and the round of 16. He makes the quarterfinals. That's a, that's a good performance right there. We're really excited about that guy. Yes. Okay? Wins two tough matches. For that for that effort, he scores two team points. He gets one advancement point for both matches. He gets no bonus. Okay? Mm-hmm. He, he then loses in the quarterfinals, and then he loses in the blood round. Does not All-American. He has scored a total of two team points. You could have another athlete who loses their first match. And then either has an injury default that actually happened this year, first round injury default on the backside, actually happened multiple times, or a first round injury or a first round pin on the backside and get one backside win. That athlete who then loses his next match is one and two. He loses in the round of 24 and he scores two and a half team points. This is dumb. Okay. So if you think about it like this, what if you had half your team make the blood round, Christian? And under the scenario I discussed, you would score a total of 10 team points despite the fact that you have five athletes in the blood round. Do you realize how bad 10 team points is? It's like nothing. It's like one uh, yeah, it's, it's fifth like, place. It's like nothing. Maybe not. I mean, you, 
You could have your whole team, all 10, make the blood round under the scenario I discussed. And they're going to score 20 points. That would be good for like, That's I don't one, know. One NCAA 40th champion. place? 40th place? What place is that? Uh, probably 25th. 25th? Okay. Uh, but, you know, 10, and 10 in the round of 12 is really good. So I think the solution to this is really simple. And that's why I really struggle with, like, why hasn't this been fixed? You know what I'm saying? Well, a, a counterpoint no. is that you could uh, you could put 10 guys in the round of 12 and also score, like, a ton of points, too. Like, Correct. 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 Based based on the bonus points. Yeah. Based on the bonus points. But mm-hmm. the bonus points are significantly overvalued because if you have one guy losing around 24 with one fall or injury default versus another guy making around 12, you would be very hard pressed to say, despite the fact that the guy only made around 24, his performance was better. Right. You would rather have that because you really wouldn't. What we what we have, it's very obvious, is a misallocation of points. And so like you know, when we talk about like this, it's so simple, so simple to identify. I don't know why we can't just fix it. So you want to know how to fix it? I, that's what that was my follow up question. How you're conducting this interview wonderfully. <laughs> okay, so I, uh, first of all, I want to tell you what place twentieth is, just so people can get a uh, twenty points would be yeah, Christian. Wow, with twenty fifth place. Wow! Wow! Look at you, so Legend. good. Okay. So I, I think the way to fix this, there's two ways I think that would be satisfactory. I actually think the first way would probably be easier, um, and it would it would pretty much solve the issue, um, but maybe not totally. Um, and, I, and actually, I'm gonna split the first way into two different things. So number one, you could double the advancement points, right? So right now, um, the advancement points are one point on the front, mm-hmm. half a point on the back. You double those to two and one, right? That way, someone who's winning on the front side is getting two points per win, which is equivalent to uh, a pin, right? After if, if they if the bonus points would stay as is, um, and I think that would, rel- for the most part, solve the issue. Um, where so the the issue, right, is that people who fail to score bonus points and listen, and then determine, especially especially if you're on the front side, scoring <clears throat> bonus is really hard. It's really hard. Um, and so I think that would solve the the issue if we go two and one. The other one, which I'll I'll tell Help you, me understand would be if to the layperson, if they're both the proportion is identical from one to one and a half, two to one, half to half to one. Yeah, half to one, two to one. I yeah. don't understand how this improves it because it, it's it's the proportion in comparison to bonus points is the issue, Christian, Got not it. to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not about them being to each other. It's about them them in their relation to bonus points. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that that would be one. Two on the front. Two on the, the other thing you could do, and it would also make sense, you could cut the bonus points in half on the backside because if you go on the backside early, you actually have twice as many chances to bonus because you're going to literally have twice as many matches to get all the way to the third-place match, right? And generally, yes. generally, especially in the early going, they're going to be easier matches than in the on the front side. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So how do you guys feel about those two things? So I have a simpler fix. Okay. Go for it. No team scoring at the individual tournament. Dual champion. Oh, oh no, Here no. Different go. topic. Well, I would love to discuss different topic. Let's, we can, we can shelf that. I would love to have that debate. <laughs> 
we're still always going to have tournaments, and we should keep team scores at tournaments. Therefore, yeah, let's have team good, scores a fun part of it. Let's have score. So, oh. is your biggest gripe that round of my twelve? Big, is my just biggest gripe, my biggest gripe, is that wins, winning, winning matches at the NCAA tournament is significantly undervalued. It's, I mean, obviously, if you get into the top eight, then that's not the case. But there should be a relatively high value placed on the guy who makes it to the blood round. Right. That's that's a that's a good that good had a good season. He made the blood round or maybe the guy that makes around 16. Right. Um, those things winning at the NCAA tournament should be valued. I mean, one way, another way to think about it, Christian, if I didn't make a compelling enough case. One athlete who wins one match on the backside with a fall or an injury default, because right there are injury defaults. Uh, so one athlete who wins at one match with an injury default or fall on the backside is equivalent to a guy on the backside who gets five decision wins. Yeah, like think about those things in comparison to each other. Getting five backside wins versus one with a pin. Well, no, but those are equivalent. That's that's not true, though. If you get five backside wins, no. If you get five backside wins, you're you're on. You're gonna get uh, podium. No, but we can we can we can worry about those points later. But if we're talking strictly about advancement points, don't exclude. You got to exclude that portion of the points, right? So let's see, round thirty-two. Uh, 24, 16, 12. Yeah, five would make you in the eighth place match. So obviously, then you would start seeing the fruits of that. But, but just in itself, five backside wins is equivalent to uh, okay. So if you don't want to put a placement points, you could say uh, uh, a backside win in a tech fall is equivalent to, or a backside win in a major is equivalent to three backside wins. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, that I agree with. I that there shouldn't be the the proportion is is a little out of whack for how difficult it is to win a match versus yes. a bonus point win. It's like it shouldn't be worth. Although, you know, in a in in a dual meet, a pin is worth twice as much as a as a decision victory. So it's kind of close. Yeah, but um in the in the backside NCAs it's worth 5x. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, five times. Five times. So yeah, um, maybe So honestly in in the scenario in the other scenario, it would be worth um Right, if if we went two points on the front side, then that that would significantly even it out, you know. Yes, yes. Now, okay. As a result, you would need okay. to adjust the uh, the placement points as well. I don't think I don't think you would. I don't think you would. I think those are already satisfactory because because again, in the, in this scenario, what, the problem you're solving for right now is that it's mostly really the guys in the round of sixteen and round of twelve, like the guys who win a lot of matches who do really well, but don't get on the podium. Because once they get on the podium, they are relatively rewarded for that. Right. But it's those guys, like I said, a guy who wins, uh, a guy who, I mean, a guy who wins two matches on the front side, first round, second round, ends, ends up in the quarters, loses and loses. Like, they had a good tournament. That's a really good wrestler, and he's scoring only two points. That's almost nothing. Yeah. No, so that's the right. problem I'm trying to solve for. Yeah. You think about the five seeds that make the quarters and lose to the four seed and then drop one yeah. one match, two points. That I agree with. Round of 12 is is not rewarded right in that the bonus opportunity down below, does uh, it makes it out of whack. Um, yeah, especially like say, when your guy makes it to the quarters, they've likely had maybe – I mean, if they're a one or two or three, they probably had an easier first round match. But if they're if you're an eight, right? Maybe you have a fir- easy first round match. You don't have an easy second round match. Your second round match is someone really good, 
Yeah. And if you're able to win that match, then you have the one seed, which you're likely going to lose too. Then on the backside, you're going to have someone like uh, a 10 or 11, right? Someone else who's really high to make the All-American round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Larry Steele says, what is this trying to accomplish? We're trying to find a way so Penn State doesn't win? No, I'm trying to adequately reward points, knucklehead. Yeah, knucklehead. Come on, Larry. I mean, I, I think, Larry, I think what I – question, I, Larry. <laughs> I think I think it's really easy to see like, hey, this is wrong, and and then the second part is I don't really think it's easy, hard to solve for. I think it's really simple. You want to hear my other uh, theory, which would be I think uh, probably way harder to get people on board with, but I think may even be better. Mm. Okay, yeah. take out and, I, and I've I've ran through. I haven't put this on paper, but I've ran through the scenarios a lot of them in my brain, and I have a very high IQ, so I've, I I think oh, I, I go. got it well, right. IQ. Well, as we know, <laughs> I have uh, 149 IQ, and GD has a 148, so we're um, both have higher IQs than you. Hey, Keith, dude, you dumb dumb. We love you. You're our biggest fan. But we talked about Jaden and Kyle on the day after um, the day after the match. So beat it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, my wait, other wait, start uh, up trouble for Keith. That's not even true. Not even true. Not even uh, true. Okay. So the my other scenario. Ready for this, Christian? I don't know if you're ready for this. I'm sitting down. Do away with placement points altogether. Any frontside win, obviously including finals, right? Because right now they don't they don't include the finals or the place matches as as advancement wins, advancement points. Any frontside win, including the finals, is worth six points. Any backside win including the place matches is worth two points. And I'm pretty sure that would solve for everything. Right. And then someone making the quarters has already got 12 points because they have their first two wins. So they're, they're scoring significantly. So obviously someone who wins the tournament would get 30 points for the front side wins. Then obviously you could tack on bonus after that. Someone who goes for the first two, they say they make the quarters and they wrestle all the way back. Um, uh, they're going to be at 12 plus uh, eight. So they're 20 points for third place. You're going to have 24 points for, for uh, second place because you're making the finals. So I think it works out in a really, really nice manner where we're adequately rewarding all of the wins to what we actually want them to be. Okay. I'm sold. Let's do it. Really? Yeah. Even though it, at the same time, I'm like, well, while there are like sort of, there are scenarios that, you know, I think are inadequately rewarding the wrong things. I think we're we're getting the right team scores completely. See, but this is the this is the now you're making me mad. This is the weak ass attitude that leads us to having the wrong thing still. Ah, uh, we're close enough. Ah, uh, it's good. Uh no, no, it's wrong. It's not right. It's wrong. We know it's wrong. And if we're too weak to fix it. Pissing me oh, off. I need to go that. be on an NCAA committee or something. Well, what committee we'll do I need to be on to change this? This <laughs> is freaking annoying. It annoys the crap out of me. It's wrong. It's so obvious that it's wrong. Why can't we just fix it? It's not hard. It's going to take us like an hour. It's going to take one hour to fix it. Let's do one, it. One hour fix. You can it's get, so you, easy. You can get four oil changes in, in, the, in the time it takes to fix this NCAA rule. It's nothing. Yes. Okay. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's so obvious to say, it's so obvious to look at it and say, oh yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's not right. And then the fix is like, oh, there's a very obvious problem. There's a very obvious fix. Now I also included a, maybe a more uh, extravagant fix, but you could also go with the simple one. It could be done in an hour. I don't know why we don't do it. What are you guys doing here? Not you guys. You're not in charge. 
Who's ever on the NCAA committee? Freaking, this is obvious. It's a problem. Fix it. Stop being a slacker. Don't be a slacker. Yep, I'm all right. I'm I'm completely sold. Gotta do it. Don't be a slacker. Make a make a dual title. Keith is now blaming marijuana for forgetting that we talked about this thing. This is, <laughs> this is, don't do marijuana. You forget that things happen, guys. That's that's the lesson there. Ben did it one time accidentally, and uh, learned his lesson. <laughs> not As smoking it, though. I ate it. Accidentally. Ben is Ben is in recovery. It was not ideal. No one told me it was there. I, I even asked. For, That's why Ben doesn't have an IQ of 175. Yeah. I even like asked for clarification <laughs> that this was not what, you know, is this is this okay for me to eat? And they, yeah, they, they tricked me. Well, congratulations on um, all these years sober now, Ben. Proud of you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, ben, t- Tyler Tyler posed a great question so we can be topical with the Wait, youth. You, no, hold on. But you didn't tell me where who's on the NCAA committee, so I can go complain to them and provide. You know them. who's awesome that's it, on the NCAA committee that that wants to get right is uh, Kyle Rochelle, coach of UTC. You know him? Is? Yeah, very very good listen. dude. You listened after all this morning. He listens. Him right now. He said he listens. I was um, I was honored. Pan Am champion okay. Kyle Rochelle. Remember him? Kyle. Yeah, I remember. Of course. I oh, know. you're just texting him now. Okay, we're just gonna do this right I'm literally, now. I'm literally sending my message right now on iMessage. All right. Well, this is good. This could not wait. This is that pressing. That pressing. I'm trying to freaking change rules about things that are wrong. And listen, you guys just want to be like, oh, it's okay that it's wrong. No, we're uh, doing the right thing. We're doing the it's right fantastic thing. fantastic you're texting him to add a dual team title. Yeah, you need to text yeah, him that too. Wait, I'd love to have that discussion because listen, I'm told, I'm all, listen, I would like to keep the NCAA tournament with team scoring. I don't see why we can't have two NCAA titles like uh, indoor and outdoor track, for example. I don't see the issue. I think it'd be great. Yeah. You know, it's I've always wondered who runs the fastest inside. You know, it's very interesting. Everyone can run fast outside, but inside, that's a that's a different. Category. I, I believe they are different distances, correct? They are. Yeah, they're different. Some of them, maybe not all of them. The, yeah, there's some some similar. All right, we got to move. We cannot talk about indoor track. That's just one of our rules. Ben, when's the last what? time you open hand slap somebody? Uh, I slapped a kid last night, actually. <laughs> Go hard. to AWA. Just a, little, just a little like this. Listen, this kid lied to me. I was like, I I, uh, I was just, you know, I was trying to get people to go with more partners, right? Mm-hmm. So I made a simple rule. So I do this sometimes, right? His parents said, no one from the same high school can go together. And I had just bumped a bunch of eighth graders into a class because one of the classes was too full. And I said, none of my eighth graders can go together. I need you or the high school kid, right? So everyone starts making new friends. And then they start drilling. And I see these two kids. I'm like, I'm so sure they're both eighth graders because they're in my eighth grade class. So I go over there. I'm like, you guys are both eighth graders. Why are you drilling together? And he's like, no, I'm a ninth grader. I'm like, dude, no, you're not. You've been in my middle school class. He's like, oh, I just decided to come in early because I wasn't on varsity or something like that, right? I'm like, dude, there's no way you're lying to me. And so then I went and I asked another kid who's actually on that high school team. I said, is that kid in eighth grade or ninth grade? And he said, he's in eighth grade. I said, oh, okay. So I went back over there. I said, dude, you lied to me. And I gave him a little like, you know, knock it off. Now go be in a different group. Dang. Not violent, just, you know, a wake up. Let's wake up. Why are you lying? It's not good. Bad habit. Why are you always lying? JD, when's the last <laughs> time you open hand slap somebody? This morning. Boom! He did get me good. He slapped Really? Me. No. <laughs> um, uh, I slap Ozzy all the time, too, because my knuckles are too hard. He wants to fight. Uh, he literally requests to fight constantly. So I give him a little, you know. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. 
I give Caleb yeah. Caleb some smacks. I remember one time. The only time I think I remember actually slapping someone uh, kind of hard was I was in high school. <laughs> Do you remember the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Ben. I never watched. I do remember it. I, I uh, okay. Do you remember JD the title? But I've never seen it. It's basically it's like a dubbed over <clears throat> Japanese Bozo? action. Yeah, it's like Bozo, but they they dub over Japanese. It's like an action karate film. Anyways, I watched it in high school, and we we're all uh, like fired up. You know, after you, remember when you were a kid, you watched like Karate Kid, and then you want to do karate and stuff. So it was like kind of like that. And then my little brother Ryan comes up to me, and there's a character named Jade Fox in it. And he goes, Christian, I'm Jade Fox. And I just go, boom, and I smacked him right across his face as a, as a <laughs> middle school child. I was like, just for like the shock uh, effect of it. And it was really funny. Um, and I still remember it to this day. I, I think it's probably the last time I, I did it with any level of uh, energy. Vinny uh, Barber says that close hand punches work better. He's probably right. Depends on what you're trying to do. What'd you say, Ben? Uh, let's see. Have I ever? I'm sorry. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually slapped anyone like really like hard, and I don't. I don't think I have. Yeah. There was this one. I'll tell you a stupid story. We had a. We had this uh, tradition. I don't believe. I think it got canceled at some point. We had a toga party at the end of each residency. It was the most fun thing ever. But Mm -hmm. the freshmen got initiated, which they would probably like throw you in jail for or something. Right now, Um, it was. uh, You got your head shaved. Then there was chugging beer, which I did not participate in because I don't drink. Um, and then you had to go run, run across campus in whatever outfit that the, the seniors chose for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it was just totally hilarious. Uh, and pretty much everyone enjoyed it. Um, well, so for some reason, my senior year, Matt Pell, who was a freaking wild man. He also decides that after they get their head shaved, they got to get a slap from him. And he's oh, no. big ass hands. And so he would go, Wham! Right on their chest. And so all the freshmen have like a, a Matt Pell handprint like a right turkey. there as they're running across campus. I think they had diapers that year. Diapers. That's great. Something like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. That year was uh that year was the Borat underwear. Remember how Borat <laughs> wore that swimsuit? Oh my god. <laughs> With the straps? Yeah, where his nuts were held up. Oh my word. Oh my god. I'm probably implicating so this was some crimes. We probably can't make kids run around like that anymore, although it was seventeen years ago or something. Such like limitations. That. Yeah. No, fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, I think I think you're in the clear here. But you're definitely canceled forever, so Yeah, that's it. You've admitted to to smacking kids and hazing. No, I didn't smack them. Matt Pell smacked him. I gave him a little tap. No, you hey, smacked you smacked other lying. kids. You smacked eighth graders. Uh, no, it was a little tap. I did not smack him hard. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I've smacked him hard. I don't think. Definitely not in anger. That's Oz, That's Ozzy's rule, actually. Like, we can fight. You can punch me, but you can't punch me in anger. That's you good. got to keep your composure. Good rule. Will yeah. Smith needs that rule. Because he's just out here. <laughs> he's just out here slapping people who make jokes. I think it was. Christian, I said this to you before. Sure, I don't want to talk about it, but I'm pretty sure it was fake. You think it was fake? It was fake. I think Set Will up. Smith's kind of looks like an idiot here. Okay. He lost me with the. Well, if, he, if it's not fake, he is an idiot. Yeah, he lost me with the cursing because I thought he didn't have to cuss to sell records. Well, I do. So. Did he cuss? I didn't he really. Did. Yeah, <laughs> he he said the f word multiple times. He really? Totally, totally unhinged. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Jeez, Will Smith. Yeah. Wow. See, that's where he lost Ben too. He lost Ben. 
He's like slapping a, slapping a man on stage is one thing, but the the yeah. F word. Man, a lot of people think it was fake. I just I just feel like you know I'm I'm a Pretty very sure gullible fake. I'm a very gullible person. Obviously, that's documented. But uh, I also feel like I've seen people that have been like in altercations before and w that didn't expect it, and that's what Chris Rock looked like. Wait, because you because he was kind of like uh, he like took a second to compose himself or what? Yeah, just just his face, the, how his voice, what how totally like thrown off he was. Um, sure, he he had no idea where to go from there. Uh, it felt uh, felt real to me. Dang it. <laughs> okay. M much more, more real than the WWE. Much more real than the WWE. Listen, that's way more believable hey, than you know anything I've ever seen in the WWE. Night? Hold on. This is actually important. You're talking about Will Smith, Chris Rock. I don't give a damn about them. This is actually important. Yeah. Someone brought up to me last night. This Sunday is uh, is WrestleMania. Okay. Christian. And We're guess be what? There? I guess Vince McMahon said... Seth Rollins, you don't have a match. I'm gonna find your opponent, and it's uh -oh. like hasn't been announced. And my, my God, my that's Gable Stevenson's music. That's what that. That's what he was saying. No way. Why not? Who's Seth Rollins? That's a wrestler. He's like a really popular guy. Yes, he's so popular. Seth Daniel Cormier Rollins. loves him, I believe. I believe he's, Daniel Cormier's a big Seth Rollins fan. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm a Vince. Uh, he teases. Oh, so, so some people are guessing that it's this guy Cody Rhodes, but it, I don't know. It could definitely could be Gable Stevenson showing up on. He's not ready Saturday for WrestleMania Sunday night. What do you mean he's not ready? This man is in prime form. He just won an NCAA title. He did a backflip. He's ready. Well, listen. If it was actual wrestling and real, he would be so ready. But this is a different thing. I mean, that's you can just so, roll out. Yeah, maybe he's ready. I don't know. Yeah, Gable's ready. Who am I to assess someone's? Why do you know readiness? what? Maybe WWE is the most effective form of wrestling, and that's why Gable got so much better this year. He's been training his WWE, made him a more effective folk style wrestler. Also, checkmate, Christian. Ben, do you even watch it? Checkmate, you know, you, you... Christian. <laughs> checkmate. Yeah. Uh, uh, checkmate. Okay, here I got. I got the quote. You know that McMahon. explains Sajulayev's excellence. He must be doing some fake wrestling in, in Dagestan. All right, that definitely <laughs> maps. This man said, I think it'd be a good idea for you to be in WrestleMania. But if you were in it, you'd have to have your own main event. It wouldn't work out any other way. So Seth freaking Rollins is going to WrestleMania. Oh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Gable Stevenson? No, he's got all. I, I, well, I hope so. I guess that would be good for Gable. So I'll root for it. Yeah, it would be outstanding. All right. Let's go Gable Stevenson. Go go Gable Dan. Speaking of which, what do you think, his, do you think his fishing moon's going to be? I don't know. Something backflip related? From the Ooh, top rope? Gotta be some... What if he does a backflip and he just lands? Like, uh, remember that? What was that one sumo wrestler from Japan? This is what I watched. WWE Yokozuna. Like yeah, and remember he sat on people? What if Gable does the backflip to like boom and he sits on them? That's, that's one of Ozzy's bomb. good moves too. Butt he butt bombs them. He butt, yeah, if I lay on the ground, so I punches, Ozzy punches me, I, I fall down. Then he comes and he goes butt bomb, boom. That's one of his favorite moves. It's a great move. Man, Ozzy's well trained. You know what? I'm going to start throwing Ozzy's name out there for WrestleMania. It could be him versus Seth Rollins. You know, Ozzy's other move is a double knee drop. So he runs and then he like, he like jumps on you and lands with both knees. And uh, Max sent me this video. He's like, hey, does Ozzy ever do this? And it was a film of Luca, Max's kid, who's two years younger. Mm -hmm. He did. 
he did it to some kid at daycare. Oh my gosh. He pushed the, the freaking... kid down and he jumped on him with both knees. They'd make a great tag team. Oh wow, that's what about it? The Askren cousins. The cousins. Oh, uh, so funny. Dang. Double knee drop cousins. <laughs> Double knee drop cousins. Hey, what are you guys getting tasered for me when me we went that bet? You and what, Shane. What bet did you win? That Penn State won NCAs. Uh I'm yeah, I agreed with that. I picked them to win basically no, all year pick, long. You were picking Iowa when you're getting tasered. I did not. We will taste JD. <laughs> Whoa. JD probably would not mind. We're all gonna taste. taste Shane, I thought. Yeah, we gotta taste Shane. What would happen to his hair if he got tased? It can't get that any higher, funny. so I don't know. We it could go, go higher, it we could should. go straighter. <laughs> But they, that gel looks try powerful. Yeah, it ain't moving. It's locked in place. It's yeah. probably a conductor of electricity. Maybe it'd like fry. It could it could catch on fire. There could be a fire yeah. hazard. We would need to yep. do it outside so we don't set off the sprinklers in, in here. But Shane, we mm -hmm. are gonna tase you. Okay. Hey, so, um, I think our I think our fans are getting uh they're getting frustrated. We're a little bit off the rails this morning. Oh. and they did want us to mention listen, I'm more pumped about Gable Stevenson in WrestleMania because we already knew he was gonna win the Hodge trophy. Everyone knew that, dum dums. How do you feel about them uh releasing the emails and the votes though? They did? Where? In the announcement. They then I want to see last year. <laughs> this one wasn't a what? <laughs> this one wasn't even under contention. I want to see last year's emails. What the hell's going on And guess on what? Here? Nick Lee no, got three first me. place that, votes. Nick Lee got link. three send first me. place votes. That's bullcrap. Whoever from Penn State is voting for him, that's bullcrap. Now send me the link. I yeah. want to see this. Yeah, we didn't release the votes. Everyone should have. Yeah, should, last year release the votes. Where's I'll show my votes? ballot. I want these people to answer for their votes. Yes, where's James Dean Raider? Uh... What is doing it? I can't find the link. Uh, share with me. I'm trying to go through. 771. We're on. Uh, I also just wait, texted so... the announcement to you. Wait, what? You text? Oh, wait. Here we go. Okay, wait. So you're saying they released the emails in here? <laughs> Not the emails, but the the number of first place votes. I mean, Yanni got oh, five. Oh, that's it? They, tweet, they tweeted them out. It's right oh, there on your screen, then. No, I literally thought you were actually telling us that they showed who voted for who. Oh, no, no, no. Can you imagine? Well, that's that's annoying. That's what I wanted last year. That's why I got I got so excited. Oh, wait. Hold on. Who from Penn... That's... Here, I can tell you who the Nick Lee votes are. Guessing. Same. David well, it Taylor. Might, it might be all David Kale. Taylor. Kale, I get, I get uh, two votes. Kale gets three. It literally might be all Kale. Huh. Or... Oh, yeah, it could be. Last Zane's... year, I voted for Gable and Spencer. I voted for them. I voted for both of them. I went one. You know, one of them I went Spencer one, Gable two, and then one Gable one, Spencer two. Um, and so Kale probably spent all three of his votes on Nickley. Maybe so. Or David Taylor has two, and Zane Rutherford has two. Honestly, for Nickley to only have three, Penn State was uh, the Penn State no, had to play. They, it they were pretty doing fair. their moral duty to the Hodge Trophy. They, Who voted for Yanni? Who voted for Yanni? Kyle Dake? Because he got Kyle's five. Only got one, though. No. He's only got one. He's only got the one. Kyle Dake. I don't know. Pretty hard to justify voting. I love Yanni. Voting for any any voting for anyone over Gable was pretty hard to justify, I believe. Yeah. Dang it. I was so excited. I literally, JD, you had me. I was gullible. I thought they were literally <laughs> releasing who voted for who, and I was so mad that, that I was going to look for it. Then I wanted them to do it last year also. 
I guess I had a All pretty right. unique. Uh, my ballot was different because I, I forget who I. I think I voted Keegan second or third, and I don't know. If well, Yanni I thought was... they said they weren't even taking second or third place votes this year. No, they did. They did. Um, they didn't take mine. I just told Gable two votes. Hold on one. Sorry, second. Keegan, you didn't win it outright. You got to prove prove yourself next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm pretty sure that they said. I will find the email. Uh, let's see, man. Now we're now we're now we got the documents. Where's Alex Jones at when we got the documents? Oh, geez. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, let's see. So, yeah, we're the Keegan first two. Attached three, is the official Hodge ballot. Please vote for your winner and email your response to me. Um, this was March twenty-two. Here is the link to share. Oh, maybe, maybe not. And then I said. Uh, yeah, no, I said Gable. Yep, Gable, both votes. Last year you mentioned, yeah, okay. All right. It's also yep. pretty tremendous this year. They changed the criteria just so you had to give it to Gable. Oh. They took away really, pins. What do you mean? They, they, took, they took pins out of it. <laughs> I think that should be out of it. I'm, I know, I think I'm it should too, with... but they've kept it this entire time. And then they're like, oh, Gable's only got one pin? Ooh, we need to change this. Yeah. Now we've got it wrong. I... I I'll actually be back like for Spencer. The, the 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 new. I like the new. Um, I don't know what the criteria. I mean, Spencer isn't yeah. pin a ton either. He's got more text than pins, I believe. Uh, he pins kind of a lot, but yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, the Hodge committee is only voting for the winner this year. Okay. Second, third, and fourth place votes will be used for tiebreakers. But not asking. It says, but not asking. No, I'm right. Okay. You'll notice that we took some of the feedback to heart. Hodge committee is only voting for the winner this year. Second, third place, fourth place votes would be used for tiebreakers, but I'm not asking for them right now. Just because they know they don't need them, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's what it says. Okay. I also have Hodge votes just to, to put that out there. Yeah, you don't have no damn Hodge votes. <laughs> he won a D2 Hodge. Carney Hodge. Stop. Carney of the year, he won. That's right. <laughs> Very so, prestigious. All right, let's let's transition here. We got a we had a lot yeah, of good that content. Got a lot of connotation. We kind of want to use that. We got a lot of stuff. Uh, so, mm. Kozak put a way too early look at the 2023 team race out, which I thought was interesting to look at. And we have a table that you could pull in here, Tyler, if you wanted from the doc, where. No surprise for the number one team. The story for next year is going to be how much is Penn State going to win NCAAs by. It's really. Yeah. I don't see any. Normally. There's I love a, the team race. Maybe, um, hey, if we got some really good, like, uh, middleweights, I'll just I'll sponsor you to go to Arizona State. <laughs> so Arizona State. Just so we have a fun team race. Yeah. So what the way it works right now. What Kozak did was, and this isn't this isn't complete, but you take the 2022 tournament score and then you calculate how many returning points they have. So Penn State lost 25 and a half with the uh, with the loss of Nick Lee, I guess. Yep, that's how many points he scored. So they have 106 points returning. Uh, Arizona State returns everyone all. uh, Good God, but one point. Iowa dropped like a rock. Well, yeah, they had they had a bunch of sixth and seventh year guys. Yeah. They, they lost Ironman, Kemmerer, Marinelli, etc. But what, like one thing that's not factored in with Iowa 
is Spencer the reload. Spencer Lee. Yeah, the reload. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. So they've got, if you factor in the 2021, I'm sure mm-hmm. Spencer Lee's probably scored 24, 25 points. So that yep. gets them up into the 50-ish range. Which is but like third, second or third. Returning. Cornell basically loses no one with 52 points returning. Missouri returns two and a half? everyone. Yeah, they lost two and a half. So one. The other one that Missouri has that's going to be huge is um, Brock Mahler's back. Oh, yeah. The shot caller, Brock Mahler. he got Mahler's. two years left. Is he going to go 49 or 57, you think? He's 49. So I guess he wrestled 57 at the thing, uh, scuffle. But they because uh, I just talked to Coach Smith like yesterday. He said Brock only weighs like 153. Um, he wouldn't so cut he four pounds for the scuffle? I, I, I call, guess not. I'm calling shenanigans on that. Okay, call shenanigans. He's wrestling 49 next year. The walk around weights I hear, they're, I, I, you know, I'm not saying about Missouri specifically, okay. but I hear all these walk around weights. I'm like, okay, dude. Yes. And then Josh Edmond will red shirt because he has a red shirt left. Okay. So Edmond will be back. Will it be JQ's again at 57? I think so. Okay. Yeah, so getting Mahler back at 49 will be uh, will be big. Yeah, you got to figure that's another 10-ish points probably like at conservatively. Points. No, honestly, he's a potential yeah, finalist. He, he he could make the finals. I mean, yeah, and don't uh, love it. He could go with love it. I bet love it. Sasso will be the you yeah. know the big he could go with that crew. Andonian, Andonian Mahler. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Andonian just keeps getting better. Yes, he does. Gomez. All, all, already mm-hmm. forgot. Oh, Gomez, he's had a great year. So really, the team race. And what's interesting? Ohio State forty four loses no one, and then they're bringing in the number one recruiting class Huge in the land. Group. So they could, you know, there are teams. So I can see a lot of teams getting to the eighty, eighty five yeah. points kind of threshold. Like, but yeah. And the other that. thing, obviously, is with with some of these um, is. You know, the difference between like uh, a lower tier AA, um, what about scoring difference, a lower tier AA and a high tier AA is big. So certain weight classes who graduated a lot, say like I think 174 graduated quite a bit, 141 graduated quite a bit. If you have a jump, chance to jump from seventh to third, that is an insane amount of team points, right? And with, with that in mind, you look at someone like Stanford who – Real Woods is going to be uh, probably the favorite on paper right now to win 141, uh, I think. So with that consideration, you know, whatever points he scored, he could be going up to first place points. That could climb them up the the run quite a bit. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? Michigan lost more points than like uh, almost every other team scored. I think the points they lost would have been like in third or fourth place. Yes. That's yeah, crazy. That's Fifty-eight and a half points. That's a lot. That's a lot to lose. So Thirty-six crazy. and a half. And a half. The the cupboard's not completely bare. Oh, speaking of Michigan, Mason Paris. Mason Paris put out a post that honestly explained a lot. Um, oh, what did he say? Well, you know how we we've, we've been the discussion around Mason this year was like looks like a different guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he put out this Instagram post. 2022 All-American. This year I was faced with a lot of adversity. I missed the first half of the season due to a herniated disc in my neck that I got in the World Mm. Team Trials. I could barely use my left arm, but decided not to undergo surgery and fight to get back to where I was. I believe it was a great decision because I got to be a part of Michigan's 100th team, Big Ten champs, national runner-ups. So that that is an obvious thing that would be uh, 
very limiting, especially at a heavyweight class, especially with and his especially style. especially with his skill set. And especially left side, his left arm, that's his yeah, lead hand. dump arm. Uh, so, no, he dumps with the right, doesn't he? He does? He shoots single leg, left side single, pulls on the right tricep. I must go back and watch him. I got it backwards in my head. Well, I, I might have it backwards in my head, Ben. You are the <laughs> you have the 147 IQ, but that I is too like, behind I my feel IQ. Like he, okay, I'll watch. I feel like it's left arm ball. Hey, did you realize? I just realized the feature of Trek wrestling that I never realized. Um, so I'm on the. I always when I wanted to see how many team points everyone scored, I went to the team results and I kind of scrolled through. You know? Yeah. Did you know you can go to the teams page and it shows and you click on their point total? Did you see this? Mm-hmm. You click on their point total, it brings up. How many advancement points, how many activity points or, or bonus points, and how many placement points have they all got? Yeah, it's really cool. I uh, yeah. I used – there's a lot of functionality. If you run a fantasy league of any kind like we did for ours, and I did the scores, um, it, there's a lot of functionality on track wrestling that helps you do that quickly. Nice. Of course, one day hopefully we can automate it so we have fantasy and then everyone can play without having to do it in Excel yes. spreadsheets and stuff. But it's still yeah. very fun. Ben, have I you agree. ever been in our fantasy leagues? I feel like you did at least one time. I think we played. I think we played. I played with you guys. I remember when it was NCAs was in. Is it St. Louis? St. Louis. I, think I remember. I played that. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a fun one. I remember that. Okay, so actually, I did a Missouri one this year. I didn't take very much time on it. I did really poorly. Did you? They do one of those where uh, you get fifty points. You get 50 points, and uh, the, you go reverse seed all the way down to 11th, and once they get to 11th, they're worth zero. Um, and so you you can have a total. Like, so first place seed would cost you 10 points. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I did have one good pick. I picked uh, Ridge Love from the 10. He only cost me one point, and uh, he scored me a whole bunch. Yeah, you were. But I had a lot of bad picks. Consistent there. Excuse me. Hit your throat. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. So that's the, the next year's team race. It's a little more nuanced than this chart, but this is a good starting point for, like, who's coming back next year and, and what the team race is going to look like. So, um, Unfortunately, it's not that nuanced because Penn State's just going to win. <laughs> what? Okay, I would say, uh, yeah. It's sort of nuanced in terms of uh, two and below. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's yeah. there's no – I mean, in Penn State – I don't know if they're going to be better next year, but they're going to be. I think they're going to be. There's a the chance they're one. better. There's a chance they're better if if Roman comes back, which I think he will, and Robbie Howard healthy, twenty five. You got to figure he's going to outscore whatever Hildebrandt did. Hildebrandt scored almost nothing. Bartlett, you know, if he comes down and Shane Van Ness comes in at forty nine, you got to figure more points at forty nine if Van Ness comes in and is the guy, and then. Bartlett, you think a little more production there. At, oh, it's going to be hard to make it. Was Nick Lee was 23 points. It's going to be hard. So can the question is, can Robbie uh, bow down at 41, Shane at uh, 49, are they going to get a transfer somewhere at 57? Yeah. Um, you know, they may not. they may not score more points because they're sort of yeah. capped out from 74 up. I mean, Kirkfleet could go up like, yeah. Five to six more points, maybe, if he wins at all. Yeah. It's going to um, be hard to hard to make up. 131 and a half points is a ton. That's, that's a yeah. really that's a really high amount. Um, I'd like to 
look back and like the last couple, it's got to be among the higher scores of the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll be better next year, but they... Well, not that way. Of the last 10 to 15, no, I, I don't think that's... Uh, I don't think that's the case because obviously like the one year... Well, I don't um, think it's Ohio the State... highest, but I think it's okay. a, among them. Okay, sure. Yeah, Because Ohio State and Penn State were really both good. They both scored more than 131 that year. Um, but yes, there have been years where guys have scored right around 100, 110, and they've won with that. So last year, Iowa scored 129. Uh, so right there. Mm-hmm. The 2019, wow, they had some monster what? scores. Okay, so 2019, 137 and a half. 2018, 141 and a half. 2017, 146 and a half. Okay. Yeah. So basically, the last five years, you got to get 129. Holy crap. Yeah. 123 and 16. 102, the Ohio State year. And yeah, that year was kind of low. So really, it's it's kind of going up. 2012, they scored 143. They really, that was the year they had five in the finals, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, wait, of this list, um, so I brought up, like, Mahler for uh, Missouri, mm-hmm. um, and you brought up the, we think probably those true freshmen will likely start for Ohio State. Um, are there any other, like, really impact recruits and or red shirts where you're like, yeah, they're going to start right away? Um, Man, there were not a lot of guys team. that redshirted this year. Um, Mahler was really. The, I don't. Oh, think you mean so. uh, non non first year guys? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So, uh, like, you look for there's not a lot of Brock Mahler type of examples that I can think of. Um, and then you know Richard Figueroa is one, but we still we talked about it last week. Like, we're not quite sure how that how they're going to solve that because they're unless McGee moves up, which we already talked about, he's not that big. It doesn't look big. So I don't I don't know how they're gonna figure that out. Because Courtney is a true twenty five. He's a he's a smaller yes, size twenty five pounder. Um so yeah, how they solve for that. Obviously Ferrari at Oklahoma State would be uh that's a big point getter that they didn't have in the lineup. Yeah. He's big. They had Voinovich, who, you know, we like Voinovich. He's good. Yeah. I don't know how what he'll be able to do year one. Yeah, I mean uh, the the tournament that's usually really good for um uh, red shirts, first year, first year red shirts is UWW juniors. Like you usually, once you get a look at that tournament, you're like, oh, that guy's gonna be really good next year. Or that guy, you know, Makai won it obviously, and then won the next year. Keegan, you know, kind of same thing. So when when you see someone do really well there, there's uh, a pretty darn good chance they're gonna have a really good year the next year. Yes, completely agree there. So yeah, not not a ton. I I honestly don't see a ton of new firepower coming into the. We're gonna lose a lot, and I don't. I, there's, I don't think there's gonna be a high, high level of high impact guys coming in. There's gonna be some really good guys, but really, I don't. I, I just don't feel like you're right, but you definitely might be because I don't have any. I wish I had like uh, all the teams in front of me so I could look, look through. Them look really at the fast. last couple big boards. Look at the last couple NCAs. Tell me who the, who, yeah, the who's gonna be coming in. Who's the, the key? Who? Uh no, I said the big board's the key. Like that's where you gotta look at. Yeah. Well, don't pull up the big board because you just yell at us about what we didn't do on it. Just just look at I the just names. yell certain names out. That, yeah. that's, my, that's the fun part. 2021. What about – is anyone going to start 2022 flow big board? What was the one you guys got to do? Uh, you guys got to redo the 2023, I think, I was complaining about. JD's on that this week. 
Oh. Right? Manager. The big board guy. Manager Ben. Big board guy. Big board guy. JD oh says gosh. the transfer portal's on fire, but then underneath it, it says that Kennedy Monday and Anthony Echemendi are in the portal. Yeah. So what, what kind of fire are we describing right now? <laughs> can, can, can Echemendi leave the, leave the state? He's got a pending charge on him, right? I don't know his current legal situation, but he is in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I need Kevin Dresser to get him. Oh, full circle. He uh, Full circle. I uh, I guess I can tell statute limitations on this story. I didn't over I didn't listen to this conversation, but I remember vividly at, at CKLV in twenty nineteen. Are you remember this? Were you there for this? Uh, I did not witness, <clears throat> but I, I know what you're referring Coach to. Coach Ryan and Coach Dresser were getting into it by the by the table there about Etchemendia and Uh-oh. basically about how Tom snagged him from Iowa State and Dresser feeling a certain kind of way. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like uh, they weren't yelling at each other. Were they slap? Was, was there a slap? <laughs> there was no slap. That would have been awesome. Are are they teammates? I mean, they both went to Iowa, but were they there at the same time? Uh, Dresser's a little older. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't think they were ever teammates. But yeah, that was that was uh, an interesting thing. Yeah, honestly, I I look at some of these guys. I'm gonna look on the 2022 class big board. Some of these guys, I feel like could make a, a could be difference makers. Almost put, put some names out there. Um, well, obviously the Ohio State guys we discussed, right? Yeah. Um, but they weren't recruiting other than Patty. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, no. 2022, 2022. Oh, okay. So the ones that are graduating this year would go wrestle as, as true freshmen. So we talked about the Ohio State guys already. Uh, I think the two Georgia guys, I think they're really good, and I believe they're physically mature. So Henson and uh, Singleton, um, yep. I think they're really good. I think Swiderski, who just um, oh yeah, who just looked really Close good against Mendez. Sorry. Um, so I guess what I was saying, just to before you go too far down this rabbit, I guess sure. I was saying I don't see a ton of firepower coming off of oh, the God, class that is redshirting from, from the redshirt. So like last year's big board, like the Facundo class. Plus the guys yes. that redshirted. Uh, this yeah. high school okay. class, I, I I think is is full of a lot of talent. Okay, but continue because right. it's interesting. Yeah. All right. Oh, you said you want me to name a few yeah, more? Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Oh, like Jordan Williams, I think is really good. Uh, but then he got beat by uh the one Ferrari. So small twitch. You know, maybe maybe I'm kind of jumped the gun on that Medium one. Twitch. Um. Yeah, I think uh, Levi Haynes, but he's one where I'm like, he should probably redshirt, you know? But I think he's really good. So there's oh. kind of some guys that it could do some damage. And and we'll probably see a lot of these guys compete at uh, UWW Juniors also. Levi makes sense to redshirt because, one, you don't need you don't, him. You don't need him at all. Yep. Um, yep. He will just add, add to it. Two, it feels like he's going to... Uh, probably grow out of 57. So you want yes. to get Facundo down the line so he starts wrestling and move guys kind of down eligibility-wise so that yes. there's not as much overlap there. So I think it makes sense to, to redshirt him. I would have said, you know, hey, wrestle him right away because it makes sense, but now why? You could roll out anyone at 57 and whatever you get, you get. Yep. And then uh, use Haynes d- down the line. But yeah, I'm no. There's no doubt. There's a that's a really good class. I like. I agree with you about the Georgia guys. Swiderski was a 
absolute revelation. Um, yep. He's been good. You know, when he beat when he beat Mendez, it was just to talk about like, oh, okay, yes, he's good, obviously. But could he do it again? And then he did it. He did it again for in, sure. In, in more impressive fashion, significantly more impressive fashion. Significantly, yeah. yeah. I'm curious where he, where he go where he slots weight wise. I think he's he's big. Um, you know, is yeah. he a 49 or a 57? Or I don't think he's a 41 really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like like his skill a lot. Okay. We talked about that. Yeah, transfer portal is not on fire, JD. I, yeah, I mean, well, it's a, it's there's, it's a, it's a fire, the kind of fire. I'm not sure if. Uh, I'm wait! Oh my gosh! I scrolled. Wait! 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 Tim, wait! Final X is sponsored by Tezos, the crypto company. Correct. Oh, we're big. We're what? big in. We get a lot what? of Tezos. We get a lot of Tezos bucks, dude. <laughs> Stop. Chris. You know who's number one is? Uh, is sponsored by Tezos. The, Wait, uh, has been when? the grappling show. How did I miss that? Oh, the grappling. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Wow. I, I don't. What is Tezos? I hear the commercials and blockchain, I, bro. I know it's blocked. What? Okay, you wouldn't get I, honestly, it. Honestly, I don't even know. It's a, it's a company that's been around for a while. I see their name everywhere, but let's see. Tezos is a decentralized open source blockchain that can execute peer to peer transactions and serve as a platform for the uh, smart smart contract platform. Okay, is it? Uh. Is it like Coinbase? No, no, no. Coinbase is an exchange. So, uh, smart con the main, the, the biggest smart contract platform is Ethereum. There's a bunch of other ones that are trying to, you know, Cardano is a smart contract platform. There's a whole bunch of smart contract platforms. I, okay. I did not realize Tezos this was right one now. of those also. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand a lot of this. Someone was talking, someone, Fribble was, meme, SpongeBob, hands behind his back with the beat, CP asking about blockchain. It was funny. So we were talking, uh, Someone at Flow was talking with me about NFTs and like, what you know, hey, what, what do you think about them and like getting into them? I was like, ah, I was like, I'll be honest, I don't really understand them. I was like, I was like, Ben, I talked with Ben about them. He kind of thinks he's not really sold on them either. He's like, why, why not? Or it's like, why aren't you sold on them? I'm like, I was like, because cartoon pictures of monkeys aren't worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, people are oh, paying yeah. for them. They're paying more than that. They're paying more I than that. So yeah, exactly. It's like okay, I just know I'm not an idiot. Those are not worth. They're not worth really anything, but they're definitely well, not worth what somebody will pay for them. Listen, yes. yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you, ben. Listen, the anyone that pay, is paying actual money, market sets the price. Yeah, idiots set the price. Is, is who's setting the price? There's a lot of suckers out there. You're buying. You're buying cartoon monkeys and gorillas it's and you think great. they're worth money maybe not, you're a sucker for not doing it no i'm not a sucker <laughs> i buy things that are real not a freaking tezos did so they got sued uh they had an ico um and they they did get sued for 25 million but they would their their market pocket cap change seven billion so no big deal exactly yes. that was what happened with a lot of the icos in 2017 is they all kind of did it illegally and they got fined something like this right they got fined 25 million but their market cap is seven billion so like who gives a damn yeah, that's just that's just haters hating. So yeah, well, I mean it's it's such a small percentage of the total. Yeah. Um. All right. Let, you want since you mentioned Final X, two locations, uh, and we're gonna be in Stillwater June third, and in oh, New yeah. York City. Oh wow, 
This is me. <laughs> I got smacked. That was fast. You already memed, Christian. I'm already memed. Wait, who got memed? Oh. Ver Christian, CP, verbal yeah. meme. CP is Chris Rock. The entire crypto <laughs> community is Will Smith smacking him. Uh, Listen, that's the NFT community. Who's this? You don't yeah. know my. You don't know my situation with crypto, but uh, yeah. If you're if you're buying hundred thousand dollar gorilla cartoons, they're I apes. Just, they're apes, Christian. Apes. Board apes. Gr gorillas are eight are apes, right? I believe it's. I don't know. I don't know about the uh, genomics of large genomics. primates. Wow, we haven't said genomics in weeks on on FR. <laughs> Okay. Uh oh, Larry Steele, two big time transfer rumors. I know about one big time transfer rumor. I don't know about the other big time transfer rumor. We Very love curious. rumors. Yeah, love gorillas rumors. are apes. Okay, gorillas are apes. Yeah. Ground dwelling great apes. Got it. All right, we got it. There, we've established the apes. So I love let, primates. Let's talk. Let's talk a little final X. So we know the weight. Yes. Who's going where? I'm not gonna read a bunch of numbers. Highlights for men's freestyle 57, 61, 70, 92, and 97 are in still water. So that means we could see Kyle Snyder and Jaden Cox at the same or different weights. Either way, oh. we'd see them. Tell you a question, Christian. Hit me. How many people have declared their buy to Final X? So they, the deadline to accept or decline Final X spot is May. First, I believe. I thought it was third. May 4th. Okay. Could first be. or third? It's May early. May the, May the early. Nobody has accepted it yet. Yes. To my oh, knowledge. okay. So I know like Jordan Burroughs told me he was for sure wrestling the final. Yeah, he, yeah they just haven't officially accepted yes. it. Um, I'm Got certain, it. like, there's some guys that you're pretty certain are going to, like Dayton, I'm sure will, Jordan, Gilman. Kyle. Pretty obvious. My curiosity. So, I, I, probably everyone will then, except I mean, the one possibility would be Jaden, right? Correct. Well, is Kyle obvious? Kyle Snyder. Oh, I thought you meant Kyle, Kyle Dake. Dake. No, now Kyle Dake. Wait, why? I don't know. Why wouldn't Kyle Dake be obvious? The vaccine. But does he? But I don't see what. The, I don't. Dude, think that's he's... gonna be gone by then. By June? Are you kidding me? I don't... Corona's already gone. No one gives a damn anymore. They decided it wasn't an issue, and it's gone. Some. Organizations and places still require vaccines. All major cities have done away with it now. Well, he's Final X New York, but I think they did get. Is Kyrie Irving playing basketball again? Yes, he I should be allowed so. to. Yes. So, so Dake's fine. It, but didn't USA Wrestling and the OPTC create that policy? Well, if that's the case, it, then most of these, uh, many of these wrestlers will not be able to, because a yes, lot of them many of them. vaccinated. I'm, I don't know. I'm saying I don't know. I, that that was definitely a thing for a bit. I don't it know was, if that was resolved I don't, think it's a th I don't think it's a thing anymore. There's, yeah, I mean, I'll, everyone's doing away with it. Once they decided it was a non-issue, they all just did away with it. It was... Yeah. I'll, I I'll just stop there. I think we, I think we see Dake uh, wrestle. I think we see Jordan... David Taylor, um, Quiz, and Yanni is probably who we'll see in Final X New York. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun. Someone asked, you know, which one you should go to. Obviously both, but uh, Stillwater's going to be a little less expensive than uh, Manhattan, I'm thinking. But it may be a little more expensive no way. to get there. I heard the hotels in Stillwater are crazy expensive. Yeah, right. You, <laughs> well, then you haven't stayed in the micro brother. 
Oh no, listen, Flo's got to get out the hood and just like you guys are a big company now, like get a reasonable hotel room. We stay scrappy. We we do all right. We get it. Get a you know a nice Airbnb overlooking the city or something. Do do some shows. Well, an Airbnb overlooking Stillwater. No, I was talking about New York City. Okay. But... <laughs> I was like, uh, there's not a lot of high points in Stillwater. You know, it's a pretty flat area. Okay. Um, cool. That's fun. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah. Are you gonna go? Uh, I'm actually just, I'm literally right now, I'm, I'm committed to going to cadet duels. So I'm seeing if that is the ninth or if it's the eighth, let me look, I will tell you. Cause it's in loves park, Illinois, which is right by, uh, New York City. Actually Rockford. No, no, no. It's super close to, you know, uh, it's super close to Wisconsin. So, uh, mm-hmm. Wisconsin is actually taking two men's freestyle teams to cadet duels. I'm very excited about it. It'll be a lot of our wrestlers. So, uh, I'm definitely going to that. I'll see. Maybe if it's if it's a night, maybe I'll take a, a red eye in. Uh, I'll, I'll do private jet. Let's see. Ooh. Uh, oh, nice. No, I'm not rich enough to do a private jet yet. Someday, it does. It starts on the tenth, so I could come to Final X and then I could fly back uh, on the ninth because they don't wrestle on the ninth. That would be sweet. Beautiful. What, what beautiful. You, have you ever taken a private jet? Could you just do one private jet ride, or do you just have to uh, own a so private I jet? So I have a certain I have a certain goal for net worth, and I told my wife when I get to there, I'm going to do it just because like you need to set goals and then and then reward yourself. But mm-hmm. I have done one. It wasn't a jet; it was actually a private plane, and uh, the guy wanted me to help him with a project, and we had to go somewhere, and so I've done it one time. Nice. Well, yes. you're you're not going to reach your financial goals if we keep having to dock your pay for missing these shows. <laughs> Just, just so you know, um, that would that would every, harm my chances. every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Yes. All right. So there's so, a someday. a Penn State picked up a a verbal from Dalton Perry. I don't. I was listen. I knew. Uh, have I yelled enough on the show? Because when I saw that yesterday, I was in my car and I thought, I'm gonna get pissed at FRL tomorrow morning because okay. it's you people at Flow who. But it's a freshman commitment. Just ignore it. Just act like it didn't happen. It's a freshman. Like, in two years, let's act like it happened. But if he's a freshman, let's just ignore it. I mean, not like we made a big deal about it. Ignore it. I'm, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to act like it didn't happen because this dude's a freshman. Lots of stuff can change. We've seen other people commit this early. And it is very rare. I'm going to say very rare. I don't have any statistics right now to back this up. That a freshman commitment sticks. My my long, I think that's overplayed a little bit. Which one that they that they flip? I mean, I guess we have to do, let's let's do a let's do a research project. Like Busiello, didn't Busiello flip? I mean, he was he he's the only other one that came right to mind. He wound up Who there else? eventually. <laughs> he did wind up there eventually. Didn't Richie Fix commit early flipped? to Arizona State and follow through? Yeah. Who Richie, Richie Figs? Definitely. I don't. I don't remember. He as a freshman, maybe not a freshman. And then he was looking other places, but then he. But he went right, there. Worked, he did go there. You're right. <laughs> I just feel like he also, I think, got um, blocked out by Corona a little bit. Here's the thing. Here's here's my whole thought on the freshman commitments. Oh, your whole thought. Tell me one good thing it does for the athlete. Tell me one. Yes, I that this. Yes, I agree. Is there? One, I don't think there's one other than unless you list like clout and attention as, as something that you <laughs> actually value. 
there there is nothing good that comes from it. I'm not saying that you won't ultimately wrestle there. I'm not saying you won't reach the highest levels of success. I'm saying that committing as a freshman has no actual value to, to the athlete. Has value to the yeah. team. Um, yes, has value to the university. And this is what kids need to realize. It has value to the university and the wrestling team there. It does not have it just doesn't add any value to you. That the the college cannot make a financial commitment to you at that point in time. So what what benefit are you being provided? And because guess what, kids? Guess what, kids? If you start doing a little worse and they can find someone better, they're gonna find someone better and you ain't getting that money that they probably behind the scenes they probably told you you were gonna get, but they can't tell you you're gonna get, but they did tell you you're gonna get it. It's gone. It's gone because you're not performing well enough. Sorry. So, you know, your commitment as a freshman doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no benefit. I think you lose a little bit of leverage when they know you've already, before we even recruited you, you said, this is where I want to yes. go. So um, that can that can mess up your aid. And, and listen, this is going to happen for these power programs, right? Guys are going to want to yep. say, hey, I'm committed to Penn State. Hey, I'm committed yep. to Iowa. Hey, I'm committed. It's going to ha- continue to happen, but – the there's I've I'm yet to hear an actual reason how it helps the athlete. Um, and when you can provide it, then maybe I'll change my mind. But I don't think I don't think it makes any sense whatsoever. I agree fully. Um, and uh, yeah, he's a he's an M two guy, correct? Yes. So uh, obviously so, yeah. the M two to Penn State pipeline is going to be pretty pretty free. But he's strong. he's not a moving. He was just a. Uh, um... No. He's from Central Mountain, PA, which that's where the Altons are from, correct? I didn't say he was a move-in. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just stating that fact. Correct. Oh. That is where the Altons are from, and that is where he's from. Yes. Okie doke. Okay. Wokey Hey, so if you didn't know, Euros is happening right now in Europe. I'm told. Euros? The food? The delicious. Yes, they are. Um, but also so the wrestling tournament. And... <laughs> At a Euro Bowl, yes. Long finish. story short, Aliyah. <laughs> Jeez, he's pretty great. Talking about you should try it sometime. Ignore, ignore Christian. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Continue. All I was, I, I got lamb talk. meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> a little tzatziki sauce on top there of it. There was tzatziki and hummus. Mm. Pita bread on the side, though, because it was a bowl. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Kava. Remember I saw you. Oh, yeah. You saw me <laughs> scooting. I did. I'm, a, I'm, dude, I'm. I'm scooting uh, I love day. scooters. I, kick Let's I saw Paul. Paul's a maniac on that thing. Well, he had never scooted. That was his. <laughs> that was his maiden voyage. Wow. Our general counsel, Paul. Oh man, I was yes. scooting around Detroit. I love those damn scooters. They're so much oh, fun. They're great. They're the freaking best. Yes. Musakaya versus Aliyev. That's all I wanted to say. I'm sorry. Really? It, right now? It, it's going down. Uh, probably right after the show ends. Um, yeah. You I'm can watch be, it live on FlowWrestling.org. I'm gonna be in a freaking meeting. It's gonna be so annoying. Hey, hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know if we can play. We definitely can. We're like allowed to. But I don't know if Tyler has it pulled. But we should play the Jenna Burkett. Uh, oh, nice. We should also play Musikai of Killing a Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> because that was Wait, great what? yesterday. Yeah, look at this. Oh my okay. gosh. Well, hold on, play it, play it, play Listen on Spotify. You can watch it. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. No, you didn't. I didn't realize that was Musikai of. Yeah. Oh Just boom. So good. All right, we're gonna show this uh, Jenna Burkett film trailer. My mom was, you know, saying she was having a really hard time breathing. Before I knew it, she called the ambulance and then it was time for heart surgery. And, you know, I regret being a little bit naive. I think I thought my mom's a superhero. She'll 
pull through this. Before I knew it, things spiraled. I said, I'm done, I can't wrestle. <laughs> and she was like, she grabbed my hand and she was like, she said, you have to go. She mouthed it, you know? And so. So this is a really, really um, cool film. We all saw at the Olympic trials what happened with Jenna and Helen, very dramatic, and then her path to make the world team and win a world medal with the backdrop of her losing her mom. It's really, really good, really powerful. I think you guys are going to like it. Um, comes out tomorrow, so please watch. I think you'll enjoy it. Nice 15-ish uh, minute piece. Came out great. Boom. All right, let's get to some questions. What happens first? Penn State has six champs in a season, or they have zero? Oh. Probably six, right? Uh, probably six. The zero for any foreseeable future is... Six is really hard, but zero is... Man, I have a hard time seeing that, too. Neither has happened for Kale um, since uh, maybe his first year. I think his first year. Uh, he didn't have a champ, but he got Valamont in the finals, which is pretty good. And then since then, they've had a champ every single year. Six six would have been, um, you know, you think about this year, if Gable didn't exist, then maybe you could have said, okay, if Kirkfleet was there, it was sort of possible. Almost. But there are going to be other good wrestlers. That is one of the things that I've been finding about NCAAs is that all these other teams have guys too that practice like all the time. So yeah, I, th I think six is going to be six is so insane. Uh, five is and that's is ne good. that's never happened, correct? Correct. I, uh, you know, maybe if you go back in like you know pre-war, but uh, pre I, I think in the modern era of wrestling, it has not happened. Got it. Uh, was there a reason to switch from Final X from three days to two? Uh, n yes, uh, it's expensive. Events are expensive to do. And uh, when they, yeah, so two makes more sense. Also, feedback from athletes and coaches, just like coaches especially, they were just like gone so much. And if you had someone, there were coaches that had, Competitors in all three final X's, which I don't think is actually a reason to change, but it it, it ended up being uh, one of the factors. It was ultimately it you know the the decision from the athletes council, I think, and USA Wrestling. It's not really a flow decision. We like three, but I get we get two, and we're we're happy for we're happy for two. Um, other questions. Rank the one eighty four Penn State champs under Kale. By who would beat who in their prime? It would Kale be on top of that podium? Yes, of course he would. Um, so 184 champs for for Kale, Quentin Wright, uh, Bo Nickel, Aaron Brooks, Ed Ruth. Ed Ruth. Oh my gosh! Um, I didn't want to do it. Too hard. Too hard. Oh. We quit. We quit the question. Uh, I do think Bo and uh, Ed, Ed are the t top two, and I think I've sort of been like I. Team Ed, but man, I, I think I would love to watch it. As, as, as much as it pains me to say, I do think Quentin is the fourth of that group. Quentin's uh, definitely fourth. Um, 
Don't be so okay. You don't have to be so quick. You can, it's pretty easy. <laughs> listen, he is, but you just don't have to say it like that. That's all. Well, I'm saying. I mean, it's your fault that you're putting him in that category that we're having to debate this. We oh, just man. leave him. Two-time NCAA champ. Great job. You're really good. But now you're you're comparing him to all-time likely all-time greats. I mean, Ed and Bo definitely are all-time folkstyle greats, and Aaron Brooks is headed in that direction. He's headed that way, certainly. Would would Aaron Brooks be able to stymie the other two? So the other two are really more dynamic offensively, Ed and Bo. Um, and Aaron is very, very difficult to take down. Um, so I mean, I, I it's hard to like predict what would happen there, and I would be very fascinated to actually watch it happen. So can we, can I we think do that? Aaron, Aaron, I think matches up. What'd you say? Can you invent a time machine, please, Christian? I we are working on that. That is in beta testing right now. Product team will hopefully unveil that in Q3. What I'll say is, I think Aaron matches up better with Bo than Ed. I think Ed um, Ed can generate the leg attacks and get to legs, and he's a very high percentage finisher. So I have a yes. hard time thinking that he would be able. Aaron will be able to keep Ed off his legs now. Oh, was a little more upper body counter reliant. I think Aaron would be able to wrestle out of some of the upper body stuff. I think his head hands would. Bo wasn't like the most consistent leg attacker, although he certainly could. So that's my initial thoughts. Okay, why don't we call it a show? I think Shane will be back tomorrow. Whoa, he's gonna so, have to answer for some of his uh, wildness. I. Maybe. Will he tase himself? You'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out. Self-tasing. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow as promised. Thank you guys for listening. 771. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to calculate the hours. So many hours. Wow. So fun. We'll be back again. We hope you guys had a great weekend. We hope you have a good Tuesday. And uh, thanks, thanks so much for JD, Ben, Tyler, and myself. Thank you. Bye.